It's not all about you, Tracy. One of the most hurtful things that was ever spoken to me, but valuable, incredibly valuable. Today, I want to talk about your communication style. Is it all about you? Or is it about having your message heard? I think you're going to like this episode, and I don't want you to miss a minute. Welcome to Captivate the Room with your host, internationally known voice expert, Tracy Goodwin, an award-winning speaker who has taught hundreds around the globe to make a big impact with their voice. This podcast is for anyone who wants to step onto a bigger stage, make a bigger impact, and have a voice that makes people listen. Presentation matters, and the voice is the missing link. Join in and you'll see why. Welcome to the podcast. So happy to have you with me today, as always. And I've got a great episode for you today. Well, it's a great episode, but it might make you mad. It's not all about you, is what I'm talking about. Now, stay with me. Don't get offended just yet. This episode is really about the true mastery of effective communication learning to adjust in order to have your message heard. Quick reminder, Chicago coming up October 17th. Don't miss it. If you are in the area, I would love to spend the day with you. Personalized small group container. Let's increase your revenue. Get your team listening to you. Take your relationships, connection, confidence, ability to captivate the room to the next level. Go to captivatetheroom.com forward slash Chicago. I'm going to be doing an episode soon about wounds. I'm doing research right now on worth, rejection, abandonment, and The wounds research actually was done before this research. I'm not going to roll it out just yet. Today, I want to talk about something that is somewhat in that family, which is navigating how I deliver my message to you so that it will be heard. And I want to just throw this little caveat in there, even when you've punched my buttons. I'm dancing a little bit in the wound episode today, and I haven't even done that episode yet. So that's why I even bring it up. I'm going to dive deep for you on that episode in a couple of weeks. But I want to talk about the way that you navigate different people. We use this term effective communication. I want to be an effective communicator. We use all these words that we just throw out. Authentic and confident. And But what I'm really going to start talking about is what people aren't talking about, which is, okay, why? How? What? Instead of just throwing that word out. Well, you need to be an effective communicator. Well, I want to be an effective communicator. Okay, what does that even mean to you? I 
believe that the true mastery of effective communication is instantly being able to navigate who I am talking to and how I need to communicate to them in order to have my message heard. That is my number one goal every day, all day, all the time to have my message heard. My voice has the ability to shut down your subconscious from a tone perspective at any moment. Not my words, my words can do it, but tone is first. If I have raw negative emotion in my tone, your subconscious will not listen to me. If I have defense, if I have passive aggressiveness, I mean, there's all kinds of things that can be in my voice that will shut your subconscious down where you do not listen to my message ever. I've talked about this before, but there's also this piece around direct versus indirect versus how am I going to navigate you and how you respond, how you communicate so that my message is heard? Now, I'm not talking about people pleasing. I'm not talking about let me be what you want me to be at all. I'm talking about the mastery of Bob is very direct. Susan is very indirect. I can communicate with both of them and have my message heard. I'm going to give you two examples because, you know, I like to teach with stories and examples. When I work with people, and this is really where this whole concept came out of many years ago, and then I'm going to tell you a recent story. And I'm going to roll in how wound is a part of it. Years ago, when I would work with what I'm going to label difficult people, now they weren't difficult, they were in resistance. I would have some struggles with that because I had a wound of feeling like I was being challenged. Like I wasn't, I didn't know what I was talking about. Or they didn't believe me. They didn't believe me is a voice story, was a voice story of mine. So I learned really quickly that the best way for me to serve people is for them to know how they are being processed in the subconscious of the listener. And this was the big issue 30 years ago with psychology of the voice, 25 years ago with psychology of the voice, moving from technique to literally what I do today was in my mind, I thought I can't tell these people what I'm hearing in my head because number one, what if I'm wrong? Number two, they're going to be mad. Now, recovering people pleaser, I hadn't done the 10-year body of research on is what I hear actually what the subconscious of the listener is processing. I hadn't done this yet. This was the very beginning of the transition from teaching typical technique, which included a lot of that was really good. Slow down, articulate it, really good. 
And in my head, I'm thinking, I have a concern here. So I made this transition pretty quickly from technique to the beginning stages of psychology of the voice. But in the early years, when people would have resistance, when people would not want to hear what I had to say, when people were more indirect, I started really, I'm a, you know, I'm a, I'm a pattern chaser. I'm a observer of every single solitary sound I navigate it. It has a process that it goes through in my brain. And so I learned very quickly that I couldn't communicate to everybody the same way. And the way I ended up dividing it out was front door people, back door people, window people, and chimney people. And some of you may already be thinking, I'm not doing that. People need to listen to me the way I communicate. And I've got a story for that in just a minute. So if that's what you're thinking, if you're thinking, I don't like what she's talking about, I'm not going to navigate, I'm not going to adjust who I am. And I'm not talking about adjusting who you are. I'm talking about playing all these shades, playing all these possibilities. Remember, my goal is for you to hear my message. And if you are indirect, if you are a chimney person, and I say to you, you sound condescending and it's costing you money. You're not going to hear anything else I have to say. I have now created a wound. You're not going to learn anything from me. So I have failed you. So front door people were the people where are the people and I have a lot of front door people. And, and let me just give a side note on this. A lot of times people will say to me, tell it like it is, Tracy, shoot straight with me. No, it's not that I'm not going to shoot straight. It's that you're saying that. But underneath that, I hear fear. I hear wounding where you really aren't going to get the most out of this engagement if I say Judy, you're coming across condescending and that's why you're not making the revenue you want. Some of my people, I can do that 100%. I navigate that by what I hear in their voice. But you know it, it, the term direct, people that are direct. But I'm going to give another side note. People that are direct with a tone, an aggressive tone, a defensive tone, that's not true directness. There's a wound in there. I can hear your brains thinking, okay, so how are we going to navigate all this? Well, stay with me. So direct people that I'm working with or that you're working with, you can say what it is. And we want to say it without raw negative emotion in our tone. My backdoor people, and, and, and it shifts all the way into chimney people, and I don't get too many chimney people. I go to ownership. This is what concerns me, Judy. What concerns me is there's an excellent chance that they're processing XYZ. And I know that's not what's happening. I know you know that's not what you want them to experience. So we need to adjust that. And then Judy goes, absolutely. Oh my gosh, thank you so much. This is one of the strategies that I use with my corporate people. 
who have to give constructive criticism. That's a big fear for a lot of people, having to give constructive criticism. So there's this mastery of, okay, I know who I'm dealing with. I know to what degree of direct, or do I need to be more indirect, or do I need to take more of a backdoor approach? How do I need to soften the edges? There is good buffering and bad buffering. Bad buffering comes from people pleasing. Well, you know, it's sort of like, I don't know, maybe that you kind of could possibly maybe sound rude. No. Good buffering is this is what concerns me. I don't want you to be processed in the subconscious of your listener as condescending because I don't think that's what you want them to receive. Okay. So the reason this is on my mind is the other day I had somebody say to me, it was in a group and somebody said, we were, I was talking about this. I was teaching to this. Are you direct? Are you indirect? I'm actually more direct now, but that's only because I had to learn to be direct because I was so indirect because I was such a people pleaser and the direct people, I drove them nuts. In fact, one of my favorite people that I've worked with out of Australia and I've worked with him on and off for, I don't know, quite a while. He said to me one time, he said, now I already know what you're going to do. First, you're going to tell me the good thing, and then you're going to tell me the bad thing. Direct people struggle with indirect people. Indirect people have challenges with direct people. You can disagree with me, but this is according to my data, and I'm always working from my data. I remember teaching a class one time, and I will tend to favor, protect be a little more hypervigilant around the indirect people because I get them and I understand the inner suffering that they're working from. Not that I don't value my direct people. I just know I tend to be a little more I don't even know the word that I want with my indirect people. I don't want any more wounding. And I don't want them to process directness as wounding. And they can. Anyway, I was teaching this class and I was talking about indirect and people pleasers. And the majority of my people are people pleasers. And somebody that I know was in this class and I have great respect for this person. And he said, yeah, but do you know how difficult it is for the direct people when the indirect people won't just get to it? And I love that he said that to me. And so I was teaching another class the other day, and I was talking about this direct, indirect, and this girl raised her hand and she said, I can't stand when people come in and they do all that fluff. I don't want the fluff. I want them to come in. I want them to bottom line it get to it. And in that moment, I went, wow, it's all about you. How they communicate is irrelevant to you. Your message is being rejected 
you are repelling people. No one listens because it's all about you. I appreciate certain things, but I navigate the world according to service. I want to do it this way. Well, hold on a minute. What is going to have my message heard? What is going to get me what I want? That's how I make it about me. How can I communicate with you? And I'm not talking about manipulation here. I'm talking about how can I communicate with you so that my message is heard so that I stand a chance of getting what I want. So when an indirect, let's say I'm this person that I'm that I'm referring to in this group and I'm super direct. And you come in and you start with, hey, Tracy, how you doing? How's it going? In that moment, I have a split second choice. I can go, I can't stand it when she comes in here and talks to me this. What do you want? Because that's what I want to know. I don't want to, hi, how you doing? But what does she need? Maybe she's afraid of you. Maybe she's intimidated by you. Maybe she doesn't know how to communicate. Maybe you could be the light to teach her how. Now, again, I'm not saying change who you are. I'm not saying turn this into a people-pleasing thing at all. I'm saying in that moment, can I adjust my communication style to put Judy at ease, to put Tracy at ease, so that she can deliver her message in such a way that will benefit both of us? And these are really fine lines between persuasion and manipulation, between effective communication and inauthenticity. And I think that the end goal is really for everybody to learn how to communicate in all these ways. I'm 100% direct, but I can navigate indirectness all day long. And I have to with half my clients. Half my clients are backdoor people. There's nothing wrong with that. No, nothing is bad here. Even the direct people, not bad. What gets bad is communicating from a wound and tone and all this, which we'll talk about in another episode. We want to stop thinking about this is what I want. This is how I do it. This is how I communicate. You adjust to me. You adapt to me. You talk to me the way I want you to talk to me. If we really want to get ahead in the world, if we really ultimately want to get what we want, if we really want to have our message heard. And the same is true for the complete opposite. I keep using these examples of this really direct person that doesn't have time for any nonsense. The people pleaser is the same. If you come to me and you're all, yeah, well, you know, justifying and convincing and using 3,000 words, I will stop my people with the 3,000 words. I'll stop them right there very gently so they can receive the message that that's not serving them. So it goes both ways. And again, I'm not changing who you are, but I want to take away the communication things that you do that are coming from voice stories, that are coming from a voice driver, that are coming from a wound. They're not serving you. 
look at all the people in your life. They all communicate differently. How can you adjust to communicate more effectively? This is the work that I do 100%, especially in corporate settings when I'm not coaching salespeople. I do a lot of sales. I do a lot of sales training because my people triple their income. They triple their revenue. But this is the work that I do with leaders. This is the work that I do with mid-level managers. Even my entrepreneurs, I've, you know, I plug this in. Yeah, we work on video stuff. Yeah, we work on voice stories. Yeah, we work on all these things. Yeah, I teach them how to make more money by moving things out of their voice. But this is the work. This is a big piece of where the freedom lies is I'm no longer afraid of you. I know how to communicate with you. I'm no longer going to shut down, get defensive, get mad when you challenge me. Mm -mm. Because I know what's behind it. And I'm not communicating from a story or a wound. I'm communicating from how can I change your life today? I tell my students stories, experiences, you know, all of this, the majority of it, a lot of it I created in, in psychology of the voice is there is no substitute. There are no, there, it is, there is a certain way that it was created and designed to be. A lot of these effective communication things that I talk about, I created out of necessity because I desperately needed a way to navigate things differently. And I approach everybody with curiosity. And years ago, when people would push my buttons that I was working with, I would find myself in this place of extreme resistance to what they were giving me. And I don't want to say that I would think they're difficult there. But in a way I did for a very short time until I went, hold on a minute. Why am I having trouble with this person? And when I changed how I was communicating with them, there's a, there's one story I tell all the time about somebody that really gave me pushback on everything. So it was a group, one of my very first clients that I did some of this effective communication research on. And I would think, how am I going to get through? How am I going to get through? And so I, I was bringing literally a heaviness into my voice when I would work with this person. And I had to change that. I had to move that out. There were several things that I had to do in the way that I was responding and communicating with this person because my message wasn't being heard. And that was really what the frustration was about. I changed a few things in my sound. And I kid you not, the whole world opened up for this person. Thank goodness it was early in my career, one person, a session or two, and I had the opportunity to go, hold on a minute. What is he hearing? What is he hearing that I don't realize he's hearing? What am I pouring into this that is not serving him? And that's the way we need to start looking at this, not serving them. 
or serving them. This person went on to have amazing transformation because I was able to very quickly look at what is coming out of my voice that's setting him off. What is coming out of him that's setting me off? And those are the things that we want to look at. Those are the things we want to look at with everybody everywhere. That difficult person at the job, that difficult client, that difficult team member, that difficult neighbor, that difficult family member. This is what we do. What's coming out of them? What's coming out of us? And how do we change that to get more of what we want faster? That's what psychology of the voice is all about. All right, I'm going to leave that with you. I'm going to leave it right there. Make sure you go check out Chicago if you're in the Chicago area, captivatetheroom.com forward slash Chicago. Hope to see you there. I've got a few spots left. That's it for today. I'll see you in the next episode. Thanks for listening to Captivate the Room with Tracy Goodwin. You can reach out to her at CaptivateTheRoom.com and be sure to grab The Voice Formula, a free video series that will help you start making a bigger impact with your voice today. If you've enjoyed this episode, please leave a review on iTunes. 